0: Do you want to be the absolute best candidate for a job you'll love in a career with balance? Veteran leadership career catalyst Jonathan Flax is teaming up with leading executive search professionals to provide you with cutting-edge career transition strategies. Welcome to Career Transition Experts. And now, here's your host, Jonathan Flax.
1: Software experts, fintech Global Reach. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to introduce you to James Johnson. James, say hello and tell us a little bit about your your practice.
0: Uh, Hello. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, Yes, I specialize in helping uh, software companies across the U.S. find that top talent, uh, specifically in fintech mostly. And uh, yeah, really technical talent is hard to find and, and I'm here to help out.
1: Yeah, especially these days, there's a lot of demand for it. So let's start with the question i like to begin with, and that is, what is your overall philosophy on recruiting? What's your approach? Yeah, so my
0: goal is really, you know, to, to work with companies that are, are, you know, looking to find that top talent and really trying to find people that are looking for that next step, that next progression where they can have more challenges in their career, and connecting the two to have that conversation and, and, you know, just see if it looks like it's going to be the right fit. My goal is really to have a, a win-win situation for everybody involved uh, by, yeah, finding a company that, that needs a great person and finding a great person that needs a, a, a place where they can take a company to the next level.
1: Yeah. All right, that's crystal clear. And that is, uh, uh, while I get in your words, I, I, I will challenge you, James, it gives you an opportunity to really, share with us your special sauce like that's generally what a recruiter will do That's sure. a you know if I said nine out of ten of people I would speak to would, would have a similar overall goal but what's what's your unique philosophy what's some of the things you personally have seen and and therefore bring like what do you bring to the table that's uniquely James Johnson sure um, you know
0: I really I got into this business or I fell in love with this business Because it's, it's really all about helping people. Like I love to help people. And, you know, I I think what I bring is I'm not going to try to shoehorn somebody into a position just because they have the qualifications that might match up to a job description, right? I want to make it sure it's the right fit for them. Does it match their goals? are, are they equipped to, to rise up to those challenges, right? Like I want to make sure it's that right fit. Um, So I think in determining that and and I'll, I'll be honest with people too, you know, be like, yes, you have these qualifications, but I don't think it's a fit for you because of this. Why don't I keep my eyes open for other opportunities that might be a better fit for you because I don't want them to take a job and then six months later be miserable, right? So I want to get them in the best place uh, so that that way, obviously, that's the best for the company as well as that individual candidate as well.
1: So it sounds like you really want to get known by candidates for being really honest and really looking out for their best interests long-term. And and in doing so, you're doing the right thing for the, for the companies as well. Is there anything else you would want to be known for amongst candidates? What's your legacy?
0: Well, yeah, I think, you know, kind of coming off of that is I always enjoy connecting with people. And I realize that when, when I may do a, you know, an initial phone call or email to reach out to somebody, it might not be the best timing. It might not be the right opportunity. But I'd love to connect with them and find out what their story is. You know, what, what, is, what are their goals? Where do they want to take their career? And as I get to know them, build that relationship in six months, a year, two years from now, when one of those opportunities does rise up, you know, then maybe I can uh, bring that to their attention and that might just be the, the, the right next step for their career, right? It's, it's, it's not always the right timing. Um, but until I start building that relationship,
1: I'm never going to know that. I get that. I really get that you're in it for the, for the long term relationship. Um, yeah. All right, I want to switch gears with you. And uh, this is a lot of fun and very educational, helpful for people. Um, What are some of the surprisingly stupid things you've seen intelligent people do? Uh, Let's start with on the company side. You know, um, hiring managers sometimes aren't as prepared as the, the candidates. What are some of the surprisingly stupid things you've seen intelligent people do on the hiring side?
0: Yeah. Well, and there, there's probably a lot of stories I could share with you on those lines. Give us the Um, best
1: example. One example.
0: Sure. So, I mean, obviously I've seen a lot of hiring managers where they ask questions that aren't, aren't appropriate. And I don't mean appropriate by asking like illegal questions, although I've, I've seen some of that as well, but um where they ask those questions that really have no relevance, right? Like, so they'll say, like, if you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be and why? Or a question that I was actually personally asked in an interview was if you were a shoe, what kind of shoe would you be and why, right? (laughs) What does that have to do with the job? I mean, unless I was working or, you know, interviewing for a shoe company, maybe there would be some relevance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, how does it relate back to the job? Is it a question that actually – helps them determine if I have the skills and abilities to do the job and do it well.
1: Mm, yeah. It, it, I can see the animal question bringing out uh, something that people may have been asked before Get personality because it's not just qualifications, but personality, but, but a shoe that's a, sure. that is bizarre. That's very funny. <laughs> what, what, what about candidates? What's something you've seen an intelligent candidate do that really surprised you? Um, I were
0: sitting in an interview um, within the building where you know they're trying to get a job, and they didn't know anything about the company, what they do, or even what the job entailed. Like they did not do their homework. Um, I mean, basically the interview almost came to a dead stop right there because this individual um, just. It, yeah the question was kind of like well why are you here you, you don't know what the job is how do you even know if you want this
1: yeah. um, it was it
0: was certainly a, an awkward situation
1: yeah I get that I really get that Talk for a moment about the unique like what if there's anything you could say that's different on a fintech kind of search or on a uh, for a candidate in the financial technology the fintech world what's something they have to really demonstrate? That's different than any other kind of job search.
0: Yeah, I think the unique thing about FinTech is it, it, it's that, that mix of the understanding finance, accounting, but also being technical savvy as well. And that goes beyond just like the person, you know, the software developer that writes the code, you know, the the technical support, the implementation or project management, they have to understand both sides as well. Um, I'm sure there are in other industries that are similar to that, but, you know, that's kind of that that unique um, uniqueness that, that makes it hard to find those people that have that, that mix of those skills.
1: Mm. Yeah. What have you seen uh, candidates do that's very effective in demonstrating that? Um, you know, I think it really comes down to keeping up on
0: the industry, keeping up on industry trends. And, and I think this goes beyond even just, you know, like FinTech, any industry that you're in, um, you know, are you, are you reading the news? Are you um, looking into, you know, different newer technologies, different things that are coming out? Um, you know, what's working, what's not, you know, reading articles, reading blogs, listening to podcasts uh, to keep updated on, on what is, where is the world that you work in and where is it going?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they have to know everything or like how much time does a person spend on that? I'm imagining some people might listen and say, get a bit overwhelmed. Sure. Sure. No, great question. Um, I don't think it's something that it, it it
0: takes a ton of time and I can see how that might be overwhelming. Good. I bet, you know, in the mornings, if if you subscribe to some different, you know, um, you know, lists where you get like different articles and things and it was 10, 15 minutes, uh, where you uh, read those articles or even skim those articles. So you're at least getting the main points and seeing what, yeah, what those trends are, what's happening kind of in the world in that news, uh, you know, or I think that's going to be perfectly fine to, to kind of keep you updated on at least what what's changing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 10 or 15 minutes a day could make a very big difference. It's really great. Yeah. Really great, James. Um Let's talk about how people interact with you um, and how they work with uh, headhunters and recruiters in your space. What's the best way for a candidate to get your attention? And what's the best way for them to keep your attention and build the relationship so that so that you, you know, consider them as a good candidate for future opportunities?
0: Yeah, I think what stood out to me in the past, well, I think to, you know, like myself and, and many other um recruiters we are, are pretty accessible right like we usually you know you can find us on LinkedIn you can find our email even our phone number typically um, but I think what stands out to me for a candidate of, of when I'm really interested in, in helping them out is they're not just following up um, you know every couple weeks or every month of like hey what's the status of this job or hey have you heard about any new jobs the ones that stand out for me are those ones that are keeping up and informed. You know, they say, "Oh, hey, you know, we talked to XYZ company a couple months ago. I just saw that they won an award for, you know, whatever it was. Um, I wonder if that means that they're going to be experiencing some some growth and have some open jobs, or." something along those lines right where you can tell that they're doing their homework they're doing their research they have a passion for that company or that industry and they're just looking for that next opportunity for them Uh, so you know kind of like the yeah not the what's in it for me but it's kind of like what's in it for you like how can i help you how can i rise up to this challenge
1: yeah i'm hearing two things in your suggestion and what you've seen is people showing their interest and passion but also providing you with something you might not otherwise know it helps you get a yeah. uh, conversation going with the uh, hiring companies. Absolutely. Uh, I tell people all the time, you've got to recognize that um, executive search professionals are working for and looking to get paid by the companies. And right. you do to help them with that job uh, will help them uh, consider you as a, as an ally, not just another person begging for work. So yeah. that's a really, really good suggestion, James. I really appreciate that. So obviously the opposite would would answer the question, what drives you crazy and pisses you off? But any, I like to ask that question. What drives you crazy? What pisses you off? You know, I think what drives me the most
0: nuts is, is rude people. Um, you know, I, I reach out to a lot of people, whether it's hiring managers or candidates to again, initiate that conversation for that networking, building that relationship. Mm. Like I said, I understand it's not always the right time or the right role, whatever the case may be. And, when people are, are kind and polite and they just say, Hey, it's I'm happy where I'm at right now. Um, that's fine. I, I'm happy to move on. But those that are rude, um, it really just, that's one of those things that gets under my skin because I'm just trying to help them or their friends or other people that they may know. And, and, you know, we're, yeah, it's, it's a friend. It, the world's better off when we're all friendly.
1: I agree. Real, well put, really well put. Um You know, being on that note, uh, I have a friendly question to ask you. What are some of the things you like to do for fun? Uh, Do you have any favorite music groups, any favorite activities?
0: Yeah, you know, I I mean, I think personally I I like to stay active. Um, I have children that are very active in sports and different things. So whether it's, you know, shooting some hoops in the driveway or, or going fishing, uh, when the weather's nicer, uh, but I also do obstacle course races. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I like the challenge of you know getting muddy and and
1: ah. um, doing something that you wouldn't normally do in your average day. Like a mud runner, Spartan race, those kinds of things. Exactly. Yeah, I've done quite a few of those. Oh, fantastic! Awesome! Very good. I met the CEO of Spartan Race a couple of years ago up at uh, up in the mountain in Vermont yeah very interesting guy and you should see how he trains his like his kids he's got his kids doing handstands and burpees and all kinds of stuff i read his book he's pretty intense yeah yeah very good very good um any uh any uh supportive uh activities with philanthropies is there any causes that you care about that you'd like us to know
0: yeah you know, I think one of the things that at least I've always been inclined to support in, in various different ways is anything that, that helps out kids. Um, you know, I, I think your future is, is whatever you make of it. And sometimes, especially children, they, they might not come up in like the best circumstances or, or be provided all the, you know, all the opportunities. Uh, but getting in front of them and letting them know that, you know, the future is what you make of it. You know, you, you decide, you know, don't you know, let your circumstances determine what you become mm. um, and, and, you know, supporting them in any way that, that can help them, you know, I guess achieve their
1: dreams. Mm, very nice. And are there any specific causes uh, to that end that you uh, uh, right. focus on or do you take them as they come?
0: Uh, kind of take them as they come. I've I've been involved with some different groups that works with um, junior high and high school children um, here locally, mm-hmm. and exposes them to different career paths and things like that that they may not have even had had a clue about. But then, as as well of talking through of you know if you they wanted to do let's just say it's software engineering well, how do you become a software engineer? This is the things that you would have to do, you know, like like pay attention in math, right? <laughs> Even if it's, if it's not your favorite class, that's, that's something that you're going to have to learn. And then, you know, um, talking to them about college and how to prepare for college or whatever that they would do to, to try to achieve those jobs.
1: Mm. Really great, James. Really, really great. Uh, you've given us such an excellent glimpse into who you are, uh, how you work, what you stand for. Is there anything else at all that you would want people who are re- listening to this or sharing this, uh, you know, you want us to know?
0: Well, you know, I think, like I said earlier, I, I really got into recruiting to, to help people. Um, when I got into recruiting 10 years ago, I, I fell in love with the job. Mm. And so my whole goal with that has really just been to help other people find something that they love and are
1: passionate about. And you know, uh, I guess that's what drives me. That's what drove us together. We both have that commitment to people. And I will acknowledge you because not only do you do a life a life changing service for someone making a career change, but also for the company that's hiring. You know, each person they hire. Could be someone that makes a big difference. It becomes a person they live with and uh you're that you fell in love with the sport, if you will. Uh, Absolutely. You, that you love your work really makes a difference. Thank thank you so much. Uh wishing you all the best and we'll be in touch as uh, as uh, time progresses. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Career Transition Experts. Please make sure to listen to our next episode. And if at any time you want a clear view of the entire career transition process and a sense of where your strengths are and where your challenges are to work on, you'll get your free access to my career TPS assessment at careerexcitement.com. That's www.careerexcitement.com. TPS stands for Transition Performance Snapshot. This is Jonathan Flax wishing you outstanding career success and satisfaction in balance. Looking forward. Bye for now.